0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Pitching In on this fine Friday morning in Pittsburgh. I'm Jason Mackey, alongside, as always, Fort McHenry. Fort, what's going on, my man? How are you, sir?
1: I'm good. Just chilling in in my basement, kind of redoing it, so sitting in my favorite chair,
0: Okay.
1: lounging around.
0: Yeah, so Fort is uh, mid-technical adjustments or technical tweaks we, we are crossing our fingers that equipment makes equipment makes it through this podcast.
1: We've never <laughs> well, had any problems with that. Not, nah,
0: yeah. not ever. Great time to retell the story for it. It's almost, I, I our podcast is coming up on its year anniversary.
1: Yeah, I, I don't remember. I'm, oh, I,
0: you don't remember. Get out of.
1: Well, I, I did not push the record button. So we recorded it. Twice the first time. And, and it then, was like
0: an hour and a half, by the way. We it was good. It, 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 down. it
1: still may to today be our best work that,
0: you never, know, never that's seen kind it. of
1: what happens. You know, when you put, you know, that much time and effort and how beautiful that was, we just burned it. That's what it was. That's <laughs> it. Ultimately, we, we were like, this just doesn't need to see the light of day. And don't forget the one I forgot to push re- uh, record on the audio one, like a moron. And that one, that one literally was Ford. Ford. maybe... Like we were in flow. You were in yep. the car, I don't know if that's your happy place, but you
0: were just oh light right. I forgot about that that day. Like that was I mean, what spring driving back from some game somewhere. Yeah. I don't I don't remember. You know, you're on the road forever for these spring training. Yeah, I remember that,
1: and everything was fresh, and yeah. you were just like Eminem in in a, <laughs> in a rap battle that day. I'll never forget it. One day that's just gonna pop up on my phone.
0: Oh I can my, I listen to it. I There. I want to think of the places that would be more absurd to see me in than a rap battle. You can count them on one hand. Anybody who knows me, that's not that's not my thing, man. What
1: about a dance off? You ever danced?
0: <laughs> that might be one of the ones. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the two right
1: there, just right that's on the gate.
0: The yeah, there's a better chance of me dropping off Christmas presents on December 25th to, to quote my buddy George Leotis than than it is to rap battle or dance. That's <laughs> I, I'm a I'm a hang in the corner and just drink and laugh kind of guy. I'm not I'm not an up on stage, look at me, you know, I'm going to dance, sing, be the, the star of the show. Like, that's just not me, man. Um, way, I think everybody knows that by now. So, all right. We got a lot of stuff to dive into this week, man. I'm really excited about this. Adam and I did one, one of these yesterday, or two days ago. I think that's when it went live. And it was one flavor of what the Pirates are doing. We've had some more news. It's been a busy week and there's more stuff to get to. Um, I want to talk to you specifically, given your history and knowledge about the Pirates catching situation and what the heck they do in 2024. That's your interactive question here. Who's your starting catcher for 2024? And I'm saying that to viewers on YouTube. I I don't know the answer to that. Um, I think it's an interesting thing to sort of pick away at and what their plan might be. Uh, Ford, I want to get into a little bit of free agency stuff, like what their next move is. Could there be a trade? Um, what is going on there? There's some interesting stuff. We also um, got some news, unfortunate news for both of us on Robbie Inks Mikowski. Um, I, I pronounce his name differently every time, by the way. My man needs some more vowels, but um, <laughs> Robbie, it won't be returning for uh, Sportsnet Pittsburgh and the new TV stuff. Uh, we'll get into that TV deal, that sort of stuff. Um, you know, what, what that means for the Pirates. Right now, though, man, I want to talk some baseball. I want to talk a little bit catching. Um, Andy Rodriguez out with an elbow injury. Basically, Tommy John and fixing a flexor tendon strain. It does not seem good. Basically, a year off from baseball activities. Big shakeup for their catching depth chart. What are your reactions, Fort? Where do the Pirates go from here?
1: Uncle is the first one.
0: Um, Uncle who and Kenny catch? Uh,
1: Uncle, no. De- <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kenny catch. Um, it's Uncle Eddie and no. Um yeah, with, with Oviedo and in Indy, I mean that's just a huge blow. Um hi, I mean, I think the one thing I always think about is you're gonna give someone else an opportunity. Someone's got to step up and hopefully it's in a big way. Um, we never got to see Indy blossom in the big league, so we don't really know exactly what we'll be missing. Oviedo, I think, is a bigger factor, you know, when you think about how the team's put together, you know, moving forward because of what we know he's capable of. Uh, But I think Andy was going to have a huge year, but now he can learn he can grow and and get better. And honestly, Mackie, I I don't know what they're going to do. Delays never caught as a everyday guy anywhere except at Vanderbilt. So that load is going to be really tough. I think if we could paint a perfect picture, Henry Davis is going to be the guy that takes the majority of the load, but they don't believe in him and he's got to believe in himself and the staff has to, you know, want to throw to them. So there's a lot of question marks. I think they're still out on the market looking for options and gonna kind of figure it out in spring training. It doesn't sound from my boots on the ground that they're gonna go in with any settled um, yeah. scenario. And a lot of times when they go into spring training, as you know, they settle into a scenario like this is the best case. You know, if this happens, this could you know maybe potentially be the the tandem that we go with. But I think it's gonna be a group of guys, and they're gonna figure it out as it go and. It's always going to be defense pitching oriented first. So we we got to look at it like that. If, if Henry's hitting, he may get more time back there, but I don't think it's nope. going to be the bulk unless he really handles that pitching staff well. And I don't know enough about the new kid and he's got five at bats. And I think he was more of a depth option anyways. Um, and maybe a good depth option with defense first in mind, but we'll see.
0: I've got a suggestion. I want to see what happens. Here, I'm going to get to it in a second. I did want to remind oh, you. Oh, what first. a
1: tease. I know, right? What a tease. Almost
0: like I knew what I was doing. Wow. Yeah. Pitching in, it's brought to you as always by the North Shore Tavern. If you love baseball, you'll love the North Shore Tavern. The interior is wall-to-wall pirates. There are appetizers, cocktails, and of course, steak and seafood on a sizzling lava stone, which, by the way, I had last night. It was outstanding. Open every day in the North Shore Tavern across from PNC Park is Pittsburgh's home for steak on a stone or your steak on a stone. Um, so they had that um, Christmas party thing for it last night with um, everybody from Mike's Beer Bar. Uh, they invited a bunch of people down. Um, I was part I was part of the local celebrities, which is such a crock of you know what. Like, I'm not a celebrity. I fight that tooth and nail. Uh, my yes, wife you was, are. No.
1: You, you save it. You baby. are a yes, celebrity, you are.
0: brother. No. I am not. I am a, a writer. No,
1: no. No, I hit a ball for a living. You you are a celebrity. <laughs> I
0: type. So? <laughs> That's your
1: tool. That's
0: your I weapon guess. of choice. I guess. 10. I'm a one tool player though. Yeah. And hey,
1: we we should we should announce I officially have been to North Shore Tavern. You have with Jason Mackey. Yeah. Yes. Yes, went, I, went went Monday. It was yep. outstanding. Yep, I We could love, not stop
0: eating those wings. I know, man. They were good, weren't they?
1: They were. Sure. Uh, you
0: yeah. didn't stick around long enough though. You had you had to head out and go Christmas shopping at the end of the night. We didn't finish them and so they just gave us a bunch of boxes. This was for a Post Gazette um like sports department party that we had and Fort swung by. Um, so at the end of the night, there's a tray of wings that we didn't get to, and they just handed up boxes. And so we're taking home sandwiches and wings and all the extras. And, yep, had a few of them yesterday, buddy. They're very good. Um,
1: Drop one on the floor today if you have one. And just <laughs> see you, Michael. <laughs> Take it to you.
0: Oh, boy. Yeah. No, they're gone. They're gone. Oh. Um, so, all right, I agree with everything you're saying about the catching stuff. Um, I do think it's fascinating about Henry Davis, and I agree that I don't, I don't think they completely trust him, but I think they're going to have to trust him. I think they're gonna have to he's gonna have to show them that he can do this. Um, and I think they need to go into this with a fresh lens on it. Like if you're telling Henry Davis your one-one pick this offseason, like now it makes sense, but you're saying, dude, you're catching. We need you to figure this out. Um, I've got a lot of faith that Henry Davis is going to figure it out. I think it's going to be interesting. Me too. Me too. Um, but my name is Jacob Stallings, my interesting one. I believe he's still on the market. The Marlins DFA'd him. You won't find a better human being in the game. If you want to prioritize defense, um, obviously you're not getting any base running. That's okay. I could still make cheetah jokes, but you're not getting any base running. Um, and I, he's going to hit a little bit. I think he's going to be serviceable. If nothing else, he's going to give you options, flexibility with Davis and DeLay. Um, Davis or DeLay could go to the minors if need be. If you need to put Henry in right field, you can. Again, it's, a, it's an unsexy solution, but I know that Jacob Stallings would come in here and handle a pitching staff just fine. He would have zero problems with the defensive parts of his job. I think he would probably come relatively cheap. And if he got pushed to a background backup role, you're not going to insult him. Like, it's just making sure that you have a competent catcher at the major leagues at all times.
1: Well, if we're going names, I'm going Tom Murphy.
0: Are you um, a mayor? No?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh Not sure. Um, no, played with him in Colorado. Just a load of talent. Been a backup in Seattle the last couple of years. Has a hard time staying healthy, but high side is 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 huge. I mean, he's got pop from the right side. He handles yeah. pitches staff really good receiver. I think he'd be someone that could fit um, really well with his, you know, want to and attitude to you know just be really really good. And I know. Um, I, I just talked to the guy that's working with him hitting wise, and one of his former coaches, and said he's in great. I didn't have to know this, but he's in great shape. He's moving well. Injury's not bothering him, and he's a guy that can come in, throws well, handles staff, and that bat has a lot of upside in it.
0: Interesting. Fort last season with Seattle, forty-seven games, two hundred ninety average, eight seventy-three OPS, eight homers. He's got I mean, pop. He's got a that's lot a of juice up in there, buddy. Yep. In and it's that. it, it
1: kind of gives that balance of you know, he's been proven to hit as a backup, not a lot of guys do. Um, he can receive blocking's been, you know, at times tough, but that staff is really, really tough. So I think he could be a a great fit. And it fell through with the Astros when he was gonna sign with them, so he's still free agent.
0: How's the defense?
1: It's good, it's good. Um, and I, I think it'll click up with a team like the Pirates. And and him and him and delay, and also like he'd be great for Henry Davis. Same personality, just more serial killer instead of like like this all over the place a little. Um, But very analytical, very methodical in what they want to do. But but Murph would be really good for both those guys.
0: You haven't convinced me to come off of Jacob Stallings yet, but that's okay. I love Jacob. We don't need to. I I might be insane and i'll wear it that's all right
1: no 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 i think that's a great sign and i i think that all boils down to what we're going to talk about here in a minute is who they signed elsewhere you know if, yeah. if they go out and get you know like i wanted kiermeier i don't know if he signed yet but i mean if they go out and get him yeah go get jacob stallings because we added a defensive plus outfielder that has some pop in the bat i'm good with that but until they do that you know i'm not going to be all in on stallings because then you have you know two, two guys that haven't caught every single day. Yeah. Splitting time with Henry Davis, hopefully taking the lead. That'd be a tough situation.
0: I'm trying to pull up a list and I finally got it. It's such a blind spot for me just in life. Like I don't remember names lists. Like if I look at, if I need to look at the MLB divisions, sorry, this is like a sideways point. Um, Uh, I have to, I have to call up the standings. Like I can't remember. And I've done, I do this multiple times a day, every day. It just like, it does not stick for me. So I wanted to pull up a list of catchers. And-
1: need a system update, Mackie. <laughs>
0: yeah, no. <laughs> I need more than a system update. Me too. <laughs> I'm running like iPhone three stuff up here these days. Um, I don't need, I can't even figure out a Mac programming, but it was a long time ago. Um that, and boy, Stallings minus 1.6 war. I didn't realize it was that low. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's. That's not ideal. Tom Murphy, 1.3. Maybe, maybe I'll just shush and, and listen to the person who was a catcher in Major League.
1: Well, hey, listen, if, if someone didn't bring his name up and I didn't have a great conversation with, with some people that know him really well, um, I wouldn't have thought about him. And I have some other names, but he he's one that, like, it, it could surprise a lot of people. Now, I'm afraid he's going to sign back with Seattle, but if someone asks, that's who I would say call.
0: Okay. Uh, Do you think there's a chance they go that route? Because I'm I'm sort of on the fence with knowing what other holes they have to plug, like knowing how much they're sort of looking at pitching and they cutch and I'm, you know, Rowdy Teles at first. I don't think they're going to do anything else there, but like looking at the rest of their situation, I I don't I don't know if they're going to spend or do a whole lot with catcher. Do you see that?
1: I, they're going to do something. Something. I I don't know what. Yeah. I mean, whether it's a minor league free agent that has quite a bit of big, big league service time. They're going to do something that, you know, solidifies that spot. Cause it's so valuable now. So yeah. valuable. and I think delays outstanding. I think he's a shoe in, but like I said, I mean, I had to play the role of like starting for a couple months backing up and it's not easy. Like even getting more playing time, not necessarily is easy because you're so used to doing the opposite and you, you've got to find that balance. I think, It'd be really good to let him win that role and then kind of mold into it if that happens.
0: Yep, you got to have a compliment to start. Have to. What about you? You dust him off. You still get back there. I I I, mean, to... I I
1: would. I would do it. I would. I would go into <laughs> camp and go.
0: Nope, Fort broke the microphone. There he is.
1: First one. <laughs> First technical difficulty, <laughs> Mikey. All right,
0: All right. just Drunk. one though strike one one. you you get three you're out
1: you can't throw out dust it off and me not get excited move around i'm like a little kid (laughs) almost started blocking in my basement man (laughs) by the
0: the way in spring i want you to bring your stuff you probably will anyway but we should absolutely film pitching in where i throw to you you'll get to work on a lot of blocking that way
1: oh i love it let's do it let's do it i'll be actually doing some catching this weekend Oh yeah, yeah. I have a kid coming in town. I mentor. And, oh, that's right.
0: Yeah, I'll be getting He's after with out.
1: him. Yeah, it'd be fun.
0: So, yeah, I'm I'm curious what they end up doing here. Whether this falls more into a, a trade, like if they would do something, I feel like it might be a part of a trade that they pull off. Um, but you're you're also talking to me into Tom Murphy. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. I it does seem thin, though, man. It seems very difficult if you say we're banking on Henry Davis and Jason Delay. You've got one guy who has literally caught two innings at the major leagues and you deemed not good enough to catch in a major league game um, for most of his tenure here until he got hurt, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Jason DeLay has never caught more than 70 games in a season. And you're saying like, this is going to be your platoon for the entire year. Like pretty big bet with your backup is Ali Sanchez. Um, Doesn't have to lead to Jacob Stallings, although I'm, I'm, I'm just partial to him. I think there's plenty there that would be like no maintenance and wouldn't take much. And you wouldn't insult them by saying, okay, Jake, I know you came in here to sort of like be steady, but Henry's made some progressions. He's, he's gotten better. You're now the backup. Like that would go fine. Um, but yeah, it's uh it's an interesting thing to follow for sure.
1: Yeah. And don't be surprised. Something that uh, Ben Sherrington is known for in the past is signing guys like Jacob Stallings to a minor league deal, overpaying them to get them here. And then, you know, let him, you know, fight it out in spring. If he doesn't make it, he's going to want to take that money Yeah. or you have a trade option in, in spring if, if something else works out. So that, that that's definitely something that we're going to see Ben Sherrington do over the next year or two, as, as we continue to move in the right direction, yeah. he's going to sign guys and we're going to have major league ready players at the minor leagues because you need it. It's like Chris Owens last year. I mean, he's a great example. He's a guy that didn't get a lot of playing time in the major leagues but if you needed a shortstop that was sure-handed and you knew he's going to be a great clubhouse guy, you had him there. And that's what you need. Not necessarily his bat, but that that's exactly how you build a winning ball club with depth.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'd like to see him shoot higher than Chris Owens. I'm not going to lie. I mean, Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was no just using – using. Yeah, I know what you're getting.
1: Example. I know yeah. what you're getting. At. Yeah.
0: Um, all right. So let's move on a little bit. If it's not catching, what's the next domino to fall here? Or maybe the next domino is catching. I don't know. But, I mean, we see Rowdy Teles the other night. You know, there's the endy stuff. Like, I think pitching is still very much like to add on the pitching side. Uh, Who knows if that's going to be what externally people want or or if it's going to be some sort of, like, you know, gum and duct tape fix like we've seen before. I don't know. But, I mean, what's the next domino in your opinion? Pitching. Pitching.
1: Pitching and catch are my two.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Those are are my two. I know – we not need...
0: together. I'm not advocating. Cuts should pitch. I'm done with that.
1: Hey, he used to, he used to have a bazooka. Maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe it's like Henry Rowan Gardner. That's... Um,
0: we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Just Took down my cabinet. Oh, that was
1: great. That was great. All yeah. Right. So, what about you? I, I really believe they're going to get a righty. Um, love to see a veteran or 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 somebody, and I'd love yeah. to see a trade. Yeah. Of some sort, so we have somebody that's going to stay here for more than a year.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, I think this is the window where they probably get cutched on fairly fairly expeditiously. Let me use an SAT word for a second. I think that works. Um, I don't think it'll be too much longer. Um, yeah, I mean, they have to get pitching. They absolutely have to get pitching. If it's a right-hander, if it's a left-hander, if it's both, if it's via trade, if it's via free agency, I don't know. Um, that's been sort of my argument, and this can we'll, – we'll bring the Rowdy Teles discussion in here as well, where I really don't have an issue with the Rowdy Teles thing. Um, I think their need with pitching is so great. Um, and I would love for the Pirates to spend $140 million every year. That would be great. Um, I'm trying to be realistic on what they're going to do. Like take take your opinion out of it. Like whether we think that's good or bad or doesn't matter, the most likely thing is for them to spend, you know, $80 million, $85 million. Like that's about what it tracks at incrementally. So if you assume that, you only have so many dollars left. I would prefer those dollars to go to pitching. Like, if you tell me you've got to li- live with Rowdy Telez and a Connor Joe platoon at first base, but we're going to go get pitching, I'll take the pitching. I think that's a bigger a bigger thing. So, yes, uh, they need to figure that out. They need to figure that out a couple different ways. I mean, right now their starting rotation is Mitch Keller and Marco Gonzalez and a couple, like, prayers that they're hoping, you know, Contreras, Priester, uh, Ortiz figure it out. I hope they do, too. They're all good kids. But, I mean, there's no certainty there. So, yeah, to me, whatever you have to do to get pitching. And even I I understand why it's taken so long. I do. I'm not I'm not overreacting to it being December 14th and they only acquired one pitcher. Like sometimes these things are going to take longer than people on the outside might want. And that's fine. I understand it. But when it comes down to it, I mean they they still have a long way to go with adding pitch.
1: Yeah. And to to elaborate a little bit on why it's taking so long is Otani holds up the whole market. He handcuffs the entire market. I, no, he you, really does. I thought you were
0: making a joke for a second.
1: No, he really does because what ends up happening is all those teams have a pecking order of, of who they want to go after. And they'll, they'll offer dollars and cents. And a lot of times, you know, people wait around to see what happens. You know, is he going to go to San Fran? Is he going to go to LA? And then it starts trickling down. Same thing with agencies. Like their big guy kind of gets the lead. So a lot of these guys that are more top tier, yeah, you know, as they – maybe sign you're going to see things start to fall and I, I believe we're close I hope it's with a trade like I said I would love to see um Blake Snell sign in Seattle I've said this time and time again and then them want to give up you know some of their young prospects and we, we make a trade some way there because they need some depth they need some athletic um young utility guys I, I think it would better their roster so it's going to be interesting to see kind of how it all plays out but yeah we need pitching so bad. We cannot let those young guys get abused and you know kind of lose hope in who they are as a major leaguer. We saw a little bit of that last year. And too like you said that that re that reality of understanding of hey, I've been here, I've done it before is so reassuring when you walk into a season. It'll take the load off those guys of thinking they have to do too much and they can go be who they are and then when their time's called they're ready.
0: Yep. There's just such a large getting a phone call from a number that I don't recognize. My apologies. My apologies. Um no, I mean there's there's also a pretty big log jam here for it. like mm-hmm. I'm going through the list of free agents again. I had it pulled up for for the catching stuff, but I mean, if you look at Manaya, Montas, Wood, Flaherty, Queto, like that's that's all you know 2.1 to 1.7 more ish. You know, I go down to Matthew Boyd, James Paxton, Luke Weaver. I'm not saying the Pirates are going to sign any of those guys. I'm just like names in that cluster. Um, yeah, you know, Spencer Turnbull, Madison Bumgarner, Chris Flexen. Again, not saying these, but I mean these are all within like two wins above replacement. And if you look at the top tier of that group, which is again not necessarily the top tier of the class, they're looking at deals where you know, Lance Lynn got, what, $10, 11000000 million. Wade Correct. Miley got a, a seven plus incentives and a, another option. Kenta Maeda got two years, you know, what, like 14 mil. So, I mean, you're going to try to get at least what people ahead of you signed for. Like, you're not going to settle for something else. And at minimum, you've got some miles on your tires as a major league player. You probably want to win. And you're gonna wait and see, like, man, okay, maybe, maybe the Mets are gonna make me an offer. I can be a fifth start. Maybe the Braves need somebody. I don't know. Maybe the Phillies. Need, I don't know why I went through the whole NL East, but like, you know, you're sitting there hoping that somebody's gonna make an offer. Now, when they don't, I think your your switch kind of flips, and we've gone through this before. that it goes to I got to get a job. I got to get my career back on track. Okay, maybe I, I overshot myself. It's now after New Year's. Like, you know, let's make sure we're in a rotation spot. You know, and the, the calculus changes. And just right now, where the pirates are shopping, I don't, I don't see why any of these guys would be enticed to sign with them right now. It's not for lack of effort. It's not because the pirates aren't willing to pay him. It's just like, what can we do right now to convince um, Zach Davies that the pirates are the place to be versus uh, the Blue Jays or the Guardians or you know, again, literally just making up teams. But um, you know, you you need to find a match both ways. So that's, that's the kind of thing. I hope that comes together relatively soon.
1: Yeah. And to talk about that match situation is like Baltimore, for example, move their, their fences back to be more appealing for free agents to sign in Baltimore. Right. right? So what we have is what I believe San Diego had in the past. Maybe not as much is we have a great ballpark, especially for left-handed fly ball guys or a Davies who's a right-handed fly ball guy. But like, you said Baumgartner. I, I assumed he was going to retire. If he's available, I'd I, I would say, hey, you still have, you know, I think more in the tank, heavily incentivized. If he if he likes Pittsburgh, if not, he has a chance to kind of elevate his career because it's a great ballpark for him. Signing in uh Phoenix was a terrible idea. That place is an absolute launching pad. Yep. and it didn't fit. I mean, in Sam Franny pitched absolutely outstanding. He moves. He pitches terrible because it's a completely different animal. And I think if you do that, I'd love to see a Wood or a Baumgardner or a Flaherty high upside. You may have to give a Flaherty a two years, you know, or
0: great. I well, give him
1: the third. I'm fine yeah, with it. But that's what I'm saying is like, I there's a risk there. There's there's a lot of ups and downs for him. But I think that's what you have to do. You just have to be different than everybody else and and really yeah. pitch that because we have a good track record. Since Charrington's been here, on lefties coming here and leaving outside of Rich Hill, which he's an anomaly, and really getting better. I mean, even Velasquez was getting better, so it's a chance for yeah. guys to build up their stock. And if they want to leave, great. Or if they want to stay, even better.
0: Well, I mean, and it's got to be a mix, right? Like just Correct. just like I think it's got to be a mix of trade and free agency. It's got to be a mix of guys who are in and out, and then guys who are, are sticking a little bit. I think. Honestly, I mean, this is my perception of the fan base. Maybe anybody who wants to comment here can tell me I'm an idiot and it's fine It won't be the first time. But if they would go sign Jack Flaherty and then a project lefty, I don't know, pick 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 your poison, a Bumgarner or somebody, you know, somebody who's lesser, who's cheaper, who doesn't have as much of a track record of recent performance. But they signed Flaherty to like three years, and then they commit another rotation spot to this lefty. Um, you've got Gonzalez, you've got Keller. And then uh, you basically say, "Hey, we need we need one of the young guys to step up and earn a spot. Like you know, we need Rowanzi Quinn or Ortiz. Somebody's going to take that spot, and we want to earmark that for them. Could you be mad about that? Yeah. I could. I, I would be completely fine if your rotation was Keller, um, Flaherty, uh, random pitcher or whatever, uh, Marco Gonzalez, and Rowanzi Contreras. I'd I'd be good with it." Yeah, yes, you'd you'd rather them pour a whole bunch of money in and have like five aces, but I just, I all things considered, I don't think it's that bad. No, and then you've got Br- Brubaker, Burrows, Skeens at all coming.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think that'd be bad at all. And the only thing I would say is I'd love to see a trade, like, and and if they don't do the, the bomb gardener or the Wood guys that have had success that didn't have a good year last year, I'd love to see them. You know, use the assets they have, young and older guys, and kind of ship them out and bring in somebody that could be a part of that mix. When you think about JT, you think about Keller, you think about uh, OVA to all these guys coming back and being healthy, it could be a lot of fun and very controllable.
0: Who's on your list of somebody you think you could actually trade, it wouldn't kill the Pirates, and they could get something for?
1: Um, G1 Bay, Nick... Nick Gonzalez. Um maybe some of the younger guys in the in the lower levels that yeah. high upside. Um it, it depends on how big they want to go. But yeah. I mean, Tamar is not far away.
0: I wouldn't no, go tomorrow. He's untouchable yeah, for me.
1: He is he is for me too. I'm just saying like you're you're starting to have a a back load at at second base and up the middle. That's kind of where I would I would go. Is, deep as we're we are there we don't have enough of bats period
0: yeah i don't know how much i see people with value at the, those levels right like is anybody going to give you the store for your danie de los santos i mean i'm curious to see what de los santos becomes um you know it was a high profile international sign i don't know shaylen polanco is somebody going to give you the store for him garrett Forrester. I mean, there's some interesting guys like it's it, nothing against them I'm just saying like I need to swing and and by the way as I'm looking at this list for somebody I'm not sort of incorporating enough when I talk about this stuff and give answers is Jackson wolf uh the big lefty they got in the Rich Hill trade doesn't necessarily throw like a big lefty. he's kind of like a yeah a yeah. little bit more of a funk guy than like I'm gonna blow velo past you but um he's made his MLB debut and I don't think we talk about him enough as somebody who could possibly be up here
1: yeah and then Is it Bart Barco
0: Barco Hunter Barco? Yeah.
1: He's been on my watch list for a long time. I think that guy could be in the big leagues this year. Really? You think so? Yep. Stuff wise. Yeah.
0: I, well, stuff wise. Yeah. That would, that would be very atypical for the way they move guys. though. I mean, he finished at Bradenton made six starts.
1: Yeah. Just remember he's coming off I guess
0: did that too. I shouldn't. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But the, the numbers there off of Tommy John were really good and that's not typical. I think they were protecting him. Now he's going to be full go. If he starts out the season good, he's going to be older for the level he's in. I think he'll run. Yeah. He was he was projected to be a top 10 pick. Yeah. Until you got Tommy John. We took him late. Later, I think, at the supplemental. Great, great sign. Heard a lot of good things, and his stuff plays. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Last topic I want to get to for uh, some unfortunate news. We'll pay a bit of a tribute here. Um, oh, wait. You got
1: to go to Lees though. I want to hear your thoughts on Talese. Uh Rowdy. Hey, to
0: Talese. To Talese. To Talese. To to
1: I'm bad at that too.
0: That's okay. I've heard like six different pronunciations of his name. Um, I, I like it. I, I, I've already been criticized for this. Take, I, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say I like it, but like I have no problem with it. I'm but not sitting here. thinking. If you're getting criticized, those yeah. are the
1: same people. The names they were throwing out were unrealistic. Like this guy. I, I know. I didn't see this coming.
0: No, I didn't either.
1: Like it was a huge shock to me.
0: Yeah. You know why I crossed him off board is because I thought with his arbitration projection and thus the Brewers mm non-tendering him, I thought he would cost a lot more than 3.2. I was surprised they got him for that. Me too. Um, And I mean, the cost at 3.2 then, as opposed to what I figured would probably be upwards of five, um, makes me think differently about him. Like I don't necessarily want to pay a platoon guy five five and change. Um, I'll pay a platoon guy three and change. And that's what he is. And that's fine. Uh,
1: but yeah, he that hit was- 55 homers the last two years. 55.
0: I think that number's off. Is that it's off? It's 48. 35 48? plus 13. That's oh. all right. I mean, it's still a lot of homers. It's right. probably more than anybody else on the Pirates, right?
1: First 30 home run guy since what Pedro Alvarez in a Pirates would, would be. uniform?
0: Yeah. Would be. Yeah. I. Again, in, in what they're trying to do here, I'm trying to pull up my story that has some of the, the numbers in it, but it doesn't matter. I'll get us there. Basically, I mean, Teles hits right-handed pitching extremely well. Joe hits right-handed pitching very, or left-handed pitching very well. If you capitalize on both of those things, it adds up to like a between 780 and 800 OPS that you're getting for five million dollars. Objectively, that is very good. At the end of this deal, or if, let's let's say this happens. At the end of this season, if, if we say the Pirates' first baseman, those two combined, played 150 games, had a 797 OPS, and they sucked up $5.4 million in salary, you would say that's a win. You would un, Unabashedly, that's a win. I don't care who we, how we got there. Scratch out the names. That doesn't matter. But if that's what the production is, and there's no guarantee of that, sure, like Telez can be hurt, Joe can be hurt. They might both stink. I don't know. I mean, there's there's uncertainty through everything. And I, I don't understand that people like when I've, when I've argued with people about this, I say like, well, what option did you want? They'll say like Reese Hoskins. Yeah, great. So would I, I love Reese Hoskins. Like it just doesn't make sense if you accept what they're going to spend. And then the next argument is generally like, well, the payroll should be $120 million. I'm like, okay, that's another fallacy, not fallacy, but it's like, it's another argument that we can sit here and, and debate what it should be and what we want it to be it's not that's not going to happen so <laughs> within reality what move can you make it's the point I made previously like you can you can go get Reese Hoskins and then you're probably screwed on pitching so why do I care about who plays first base if the ball keeps going over the fence or if you know I
1: yeah but it goes back to that profile too Mackie. like the the other name I I saw was the guy out in Colorado um Crone Crone, both yep. guys are pull power hitters. Yeah. At the biggest left handed or left field ballpark in, in baseball. Like, that's right. not a good move. Like, if they had right. Oppo Pop, we've seen righties come here right. and demolish balls to right center. And it could be an advantage because then, you, you know, they stay on the ball a little better. They do this. But, like, those guys don't profile good here. So, like, you're going to pay a fortune for these guys that have been playing at ballparks that, Play to their advantage, you're gonna pay for what you've seen and what you know. And they're not those guys in this ballpark. You can just look at the numbers, period. And that's what I love about this signing. First off, his name's outstanding. I mean, rowdy, right? I mean, I, it's outstanding. He's hilarious if you've never talked to him, Mackie. He's I've heard absolutely hilarious. Heard. So I think he's gonna be a great fit for this young group. He keeps it loose. He doesn't care if he hits off the bench. He doesn't care if he swings and miss. He doesn't care if he hits a homer. He just loves the game and he wants to go out and and win. And I I respect that. And he's done a little bit of all of it. So I think he's a great fit. I did not see it coming. And I think it's a home run for the, for the pirates.
0: I got a scouting report from some brewers writers that I know. And I can't wait. I can't wait for it. Yeah, I'm so excited. It's another
1: great human Um, being signing.
0: Yep. It, but they, they said he's got a hell of a sense of humor that it's going to be really fun. That's like, awesome. I'm, I am ready for it. And I'm also ready. Um, as people know, I love calling Andrew Destin Rowdy. Um, and so if I can introduce Rowdy to Rowdy, Oh, that's going to be delightful, buddy. Rowdy <laughs> Telez is going to enjoy it. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I have zero problem with it. And then, then like some of the other pushback that I've gotten said, well, they don't have a future plan at first base. Okay. Well, like, how much were you looking to address that free aid via free agency? Anyway, I didn't, I, I didn't hate the Josh Naylor thing if that would have come together, but like, this is also 3 million. You don't have to give up anything. Um, I agree. They need a future path here. The injury also makes me think about maybe Andy at first base, if Henry would sort of get a stranglehold on the catching situation. I don't know. This also allows maybe uh, Jared Triolo to get a little bit more time. Like if, if, Connor Joe does something else. Remember, he can play the outfield. If Triolo gets hot, maybe that that's a place you house is bad. I don't know. Um, there's always a lot of moving parts in baseball. And I just I I don't see them solving their future problems at first base via one move. And you know, it's three million dollars to take a shot. I'm I'm not that broken up about it.
1: And say it as well. He's controllable. Who's that? Rowdy.
0: Right, he's got uh, two I more. Think he is. One more? I, think he is. I think he's ARB eligible. I think this is really your barb, then he's a free agent. Yeah, almost wow. positive. Wow. I mean, that's it's not to mean you can't keep him around if you really like him. If he does right. well,
1: right. I don't know, right?
0: That is it is legal.
1: I thought he had at it it, least it a is year, legal
0: left. To guys. I yeah,
1: promise.
0: it is. It is. Um, and I hope it works out. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, no it doubt. Is. Um, all right, didn't work out for our buddy Robbie. Um, mm. I shouldn't say our buddy. I mean, it's, I don't really even like him. No, <laughs> no. Uh, no. Uh, Robbie's a good guy, man. He, he is. He, I think he does a good job. I think he adds a, a really nice amount of levity to being around the team. Um, I think he's Charrington. He's used a line and I've stolen it a couple of times and I like it. Somebody who takes their work seriously, but not themselves too seriously. And I, I've found being over in baseball, you need to do that. Like It's important, but if you can't laugh, at, you can't laugh at yourself, man. It's going to be a long season, and I feel like Robbie does that extremely well. Um, he's not going to be a part of the Sportsnet Pittsburgh thing. They're going to go in a different direction, but um, I've enjoyed working with Robbie. We share a lot of the same space, interviewing players, and um, I found him to be nothing but nice, courteous, fun, genuine, all these things, and and I will absolutely miss him.
1: Um, I completely agree on all fronts, and I w- probably wouldn't be right here today, Mackie, if it wasn't for Robbie. When I got hurt in thirteen, which was his first year, he decided to ask me if I would want to uh, fill in fatigue for a day. I ended up doing it for eleven days. Um, and he pushed and pushed, said I'd be good at it, and I'm forever, really? gra- yeah, I'm forever grateful. And I, I think that's the one thing that they don't realize that they're missing is his ability to kind of just be a part of the game in the clubhouse. He just kind of flies under the radar guys respond to him well, because he doesn't ask too much. He doesn't push too much. He's gotten really close with guys in the past because, you know, he is who he is. And like you said, he takes his job seriously, but he didn't take himself too seriously and he'll land on his feet. I'm going to miss him. Um, Especially all the, uh, stupid jokes, um, that we, we played on each other and the practical jokes he would have around the Um, office consistently when he was never there. So I'm going to miss.
0: Yeah, no, I didn't know he was a big part of you getting your start. Yeah. in this, That's news.
1: Well, that means you just never asked because he loves to tell the story, which is great. It's absolutely outstanding. And I don't, yeah,
0: maybe I'm just a bad reporter. I don't know. I I just never, I had never heard that before.
1: Yeah. He's the one that asked and.
0: I I don't know. where. Like you had never thought of it. He just approached. No, I was,
1: I would have never done it. Ever. Like I was, I, yeah, I was terrified to talk in front of people at a young age and doing an interview. I would be sweating bullets to even think about trying. It was not even on my radar. Like I had no intent to be on the media side after I got done playing, but he opened up a door. I enjoyed it. And they literally used that tape to say, Hey, this guy should come in and interview. And that's why I went and interviewed. So
0: yeah, huge part. You did one day and it ended up becoming eleven.
1: Yeah, so I was gonna fill in one day and then I don't know what happened, but whoever was gonna come in couldn't. And they are like, You wanna do it the whole time? And I was on crutches because I was hurt, <laughs> so I couldn't travel with the team. So I, I crutched down to the studio, <laughs> did the work, watched the game while I was doing rehab, um, and really enjoyed it. Like it was it was such an awesome moment for me, Mackie, in a very tough time. You know, 2013. I'm just hitting stride. I had a great first month and really shouldn't
0: You broke your microphone, Fort.
1: I did again. I'm sorry. Look <laughs> at me. Twice. You're, you're
0: I, got, good. I got
1: excited again, Mackie.
0: I know. Here. I know. Quit getting excited and breaking equipment. I'll start calling you Andrew Destin. Um, Can you hear me? I got you now. I got you now. So 2013 was not a great time for you. You were hurt. That's where we lost you.
1: Yeah. And during that time, he came up to me. I'm in kind of probably crutching around a little bit of Igor-esque around the clubhouse, (laughs) doing the best I can to help whoever I can. And he asked, and I didn't want to, my wife pushed. He could not, he could not stop asking me. So I did it. I enjoyed it and I'm here today because of it. So that dark time turned into a huge light in my life.
0: That's really cool. Pretty cool stuff. Glad I'm, I'm selfishly glad he did that. I think you do a fantastic job. I enjoy hosting this with you and and you can pay me $50 later for saying that. You know, I need some money. Do you not hear that?
1: This thing, hate. no, but uh, I, I'm gonna assume that you were just saying how great I look on camera. Yeah, and that's and it. I've just done a great job of growing. Yeah, something, if you would have said like anything about the tech stuff, it would have been fine. You <laughs> jinxed me,
0: you, you wizard. Two strikes, by the way, you're out. Um, that was a but, foul, foul tip. That's all right. All right, that's all we got for this week, anyway. Um, at least until the next news dump and emergency podcast where we will reemerge. Um, we do love this, though. Uh, we talk about this stuff before the podcast, after the podcast, in between the podcast. So it's not really work. Uh, we enjoy it. So, anyway, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe. You can catch all the content, not only from Fortnite, but from uh, many different Post Gazette beats Steelers, Penguins, Pitt, high schools, all the fun stuff. Uh, but until next week, we will talk to you right back here in the same place. Thank you for checking out this content from Post-Gazette Sports. If you watch this video on YouTube, please like the video and subscribe to our channel. For all of the sports coverage the Post-Gazette has to offer, visit post-gazette.com.
1: Awesome. Good stuff. Bye, everybody. Appreciate it.